where <laughs> some of the slightly more, just ever so slightly uh, racist, let's call them minor tendencies, maybes, or, or remnants. You know what? That's a good word, remnants. Ah. The racist sort of remnants. Leftovers. Uh, yeah, yeah, just the, the after effects, you know, just the, the what's, yeah, the, a few of those little leftovers have, have been showing up a little more recently um, in our political discourse, for example, one place that I've seen it. Um, I suppose, as we've mentioned a number of times here recently in, uh, in some of the uh, violence um, perpetrated by our institutions, across the board i guess now that you mention it um and uh right. and yeah i i think maybe with um even even in our church because you, you know between you and me i see now that you mention it uh i see folks um wearing their faith on their sleeve and proclaiming um uh, proclaiming a god and proclaiming a faith and proclaiming Jesus Christ, um, and and doing so at the same time that that um, they want to ban all Muslims from entering this country, uh, ban immigrants and ban um, all sorts of things uh, that um, ban even in the church supporting these doctrines about wanting to to uh, to treat people just like crap, treat our neighbors not as ourselves, and uh, right. and I see it, I do see it. Yeah. I, okay. I see it. Maybe I should not have been basking so much. I guess is what I'm saying. Well, you know, if you if you want to bask, you can you can bask. You have every right to bask. But you know, I guess my job is to bring you back to reality and help you see uh, what is really out there, uh, and 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 to understand the witness of uh, of our of our labors, the fruit of our labors, uh, which uh, brings us again to to the doctrine that you know western theology is racist that 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 whole idea that western theology or, or rather let me say let me say it the other way that western theology is not racist right, uh, right. That we, that's where we started that that's we, what i contend that, that 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 we say that it's not racist that you know like you said we 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 had this city on a hill and and the walls came crumbling down and the land of opportunity is 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 here and and what do you mean you know people and and I, and I slipped and said that it's racist because you know people of my ilk especially us from the caribbean you know we have always had this this whole idea that uh, you know uh america being babylon and america being you know, you know, this, this, this place of this land of oppression and, um, these people, they say that they're Christian, um, but they treat you so poorly. They had slaves. They, they tarred and feathered you. They, they burned crosses on your lawn and they lynched you. And so, you know, that's why I slipped and went immediately to the, 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 the theology being racist. You know, it was like a 40 and slip right there. Like, oops, oops, not yet. But, you know, this whole idea that, the theology is not racist. But for me, when we talk about theology, we talk about um, uh, the, 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 the theory and the praxis, right? We talk about the theory, the abstract, the academic theology, but we also talk about the lived theology. And the two have to work together. And what we're seeing right now in terms of a lived theology is pretty racist. I mean, and why do I say that? 
Uh, it yeah, because hold on a second now. Jesus coming and dying for our sins and 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 welcoming the whole world to 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 life everlasting that does not sound racist to me brother and and I hear yeah. you I so- hear you saying I I think I hear you saying and this is heresy right here heresy that that our protestant maybe western maybe protestant theology is racist so I need some help cuz if that's yeah. if that's the heresy we're going for I I don't think Jesus is racist and I need No Jesus there. definitely isn't racist and here's the thing, like you said, you know, he welcomes all, he died for all to come to him. And we in America who are Christian, uh, want to build a wall to keep, mm. to keep them out. Mm. <laughs> and the reason I say that is when we look at this Trump phenomenon, you know, Donald Trump becoming the presumptive nominee and, 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 and all of the party finally having to acquiesce and agree that he is going to be their nominee is one of the interesting things that came out of the last exit polling was that um, an overwhelming majority of what you call white evangelical Protestants, Mm. y'all used to be wasps, you know, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. I guess y'all are now weps. I don't know. Those were the good old days. Yeah, you're now a wep. Oh, the Anglo-Saxon heritage. (laughs) Oh, that was rich. But, you know, you brought in too many non-Anglo-Saxons, so we had to change that. You started grafting in you know, the Irish, you start grafting yeah, in, you yeah. know, Eastern Europeans and you start Jewish. grafting in the Jews yeah. and you can no longer be Anglo-Saxon. So now you have to be white evangelical Protestants. But mm. overwhelming majority of white evangelical Protestants support Trump, support Trump's ideas, support his ideals, support the vision that he has for this country, support the things that he says Um He's saying these things because they poll well. He's saying these things because he knows that white evangelical Protestants, white Christians, Western Christians, are in support of his very ideals. So that's where I get that whole, you know, question. You know, I remember asking that question. Is it safe to say that it's racist? Well, supporting ideals is different than theology. I mean, we're not talking about what you not. You just talked about about politics. You didn't say anything about theology. Yeah, but then we go back to that whole idea that my my abstract theology has to reconcile with my lived theology. Kind of like what mm. James said, show me your faith without your works. You know, and your faith without works is dead. I know I know you Protestants had a hard time with that. That's a high bar right there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, they have to reconcile to one another. Otherwise, something is wrong. So the way that we live, we live out through our economics. We live out through our politics. We live out through our our justice systems. We live out through the various structures that we have created as a people. And they bear witness. Those are the fruits of our head theology of what we sit in church on Sunday and say we believe. That's the fruit. So let me get this straight. You're saying that our theology, uh-huh. what what we believe as a people, uh-huh. is actually it's more important of how we live. Maybe not more important, but you're you're saying that it's not just what we say we believe; it's how we live that uh-huh. that that shows what we actually believe, what uh-huh. our theology really is. You know, as, as a Trinitarian person, I'm gonna use a heavy Trinitarian word. Mm. There mm. is a perichoretic relationship between. Ooh. 
what we believe and how we live. There is an interpenetrating relationship that there's a symbiotic relationship that one has to exist within the other uh, in order for it to be true. I have that, always said you, you're very articulate for a black man. I know, I know. I, I, and I always have to flex my, 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 my articulation muscles to let yeah. y'all know that I do know how to put together some words every now and again, you know? But, <laughs> but you know, it has to live together. And if it doesn't, then something's wrong, right? Mm -hmm. That's the idea. If, if what I believe doesn't come out in what I, in how I live, then something's wrong. You know, like, 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 like the fig tree that the Lord's destroyed, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, the, it did not produce any fruit. And so it was useless. You know, the theology produces bad fruit, you mm. know, mm. and, and the proof of that bad fruit are Trump supporters. Ah. So therein lies the question, do we have to begin? is it safe now to ask, is it safe to even have the discussion? Is the theology racist? Long pause. <laughs> and if it I, is, if we can at least admit that it harbors racism, that it makes way for room for racism, then okay, what do we do now? Right? Where's the gospel? Right. I need, that, some, I need some gospel. If 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 what we've claimed is 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 how we as a people, certainly we as a white people and a white Protestant, maybe white evangelical Protestant, but no matter where we are in the church, this is part of the church, right? We can't, we can't just abandon and say, well, we don't know that guy. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. It's not about abandoning it at all. You know what I mean? Right. As a black man who acknowledges that problem, it's not about abandoning for me either. You know, it, it's it's about the grace of God that is available to all of us that, you know, all of us sin and fall short of the glory of God. And if we think that we don't, then we have a problem. Like like the Lord said, because you say you have no sin, your sin remains. Mm. But in mm. acknowledging that sin that is there, that gives us the opportunity to live into a deeper relationship with the grace of God. You know, and by living into a deeper relationship with the grace of God, then, yes, truly, it does become an environment where there is neither Greek nor Jew nor rich nor poor nor black nor white nor male nor female nor but all are one in Christ. But we can't just get there because we exist there in our head. Mm -hmm. You know, we 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 have to in, in order for that to be true, in order for the words of the gospel to be true, we have to live into it. And the gospel is that it is true. You know, who's going to say that the gospel is a lie? The gospel is true. And so what the gospel is saying to us is that there's more here for us. Mm. Mm. So, so are you saying that our bad theology does not actually condemn us? No, 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 no. Our bad theology can convict us, mm. which is a good thing. Mm. Because if we are convicted, then we know we can change and we can live into, like I said, the grace that God has, has made available for us through Jesus Christ. You know, so it, it it can convict us. It doesn't condemn us because the end isn't here. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that that is good news. That is good news. Because looking out, I I do see. Um, and you and I have talked a lot. I mean, about and and we've covered it here. We see this lived theology, this lived faith that that is that is destroying relationships and, and destroying families and, and building walls and keeping people out and othering yeah. 
instead of including, I mean, that is, that is just tearing down when it could be building up. And, and I, you know, as we were talking about the show, I remember that, that moment where we both sort of sat back and were like, wow, man, we, <laughs> we need some gospel badly in this situation because that, to, to link it so deeply with theology, to understand it so, so intimately as our faith being reflected in our lives. Right. Um, I, I need, we need, I need that good news that, that, you know, it's not my theology that condemns or saves me. Um, it, it's grace and it's grace lived out in my life and it's grace poured out in my life that is reflected in my life. And it's, it's my life that can get in the way of that and the hope that is, in, that is embodied in that, that I am not, I'm not left to my bad theology. I'm not right. condemned because of that. Right. And, it's uh, not all, that is, is, good it, all is it lost because the theology is bad, you know, mm. because grace is greater than our theology. You know, grace is always greater. And, and, and grace is always more. Grace is always available. Grace is always there. It's just for us to, to recognize it and to be able to live into that grace more fully. And so that's the heresy that we're inviting you to live into, to acknowledge when we see the dismay, when we see the chaos, when we see the head scratching, uh, things that are being said and, 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 and where it looks like we are headed as a country, you know, uh, the, the grace is there to let us know that clearly, certainly, there is better. Whatever side of the aisle you come down on, whatever candidate you support, we got to at least acknowledge that there is better, you know, that there is better out there for us, that the grace of God is there for us. And all we have to do is want to live into it and live into Amen. it even more and live into it even more than that. And the Created deeper we dive into it, the better it all will be for all of us because that's Amen. what the grace of God is about. And in the Easter season, we say, hallelujah, amen. Amen, hallelujah. Thank you, brother. Hey, man, you know, it's, 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 always, it's always a pleasure having these conversations, inviting you into uh, the conversations. Uh, we appreciate the feedback that we have been getting um, and invite you to leave your comments, invite you to, to send your emails. Uh, we've got new email addresses. Uh, mine, of course, is ebony at racialheresy.com. And, and, and his, of course, is ivory at racialheresy.com, you know, because Ebony and Ivory uh, live together in perfect harmony, you side know, side. on the piano. And so, you know, we just want to invite you deeper and deeper into the conversation with us. Until next time, I'm Father Jabril. And I'm Father Case. Imploring you to risk it all and exercise whatever power and whatever privilege you have to become a racial heretic. And now here it is, your moment of sin. So we talked about this uh, monster early in the show. Uh, <laughs> this morning, acquitted murderer uh, George Zimmerman put the gun he used to kill Trayvon Martin up for sale. Then the gun auction was actually taken down, I think, after a few hours. Okay, so what's the most offensive part of this? The selling of it or the people who actually want to buy it? Yeah, yeah. listen, I'm sorry. I, I have been living about this all day. Mm -hmm. It's the, to me, if you have to choose one, it's the people who want to buy it. George Zimmerman is a murderer. I expect him to do terrible things. But people who actually want to own this, like what? I don't, I don't understand that I at think all. I don't, and not absolving yeah. George Zimmerman. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think it has less to do with our fetish, uh, right. in this case, yes. with our 
less to do with our fetish for guns and more to do with the disregard of black lives. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because what's happening here, and follow me, oh, no one's calling. buying the guns that were used in Columbine. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You know why? Because it's a horrible thing to do. Yeah. But right. the difference between that case and the difference between this case is a black life. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Racial Heresy. Be sure to visit our website, racialheresy.com, to post your questions, comments, and feedback, and to share your own stories of life as a racial heretic. Want to hear more? You can find past episodes of Racial Heresy on iTunes and the Racial Heresy website. Want to hear even more? Invite Racial Heresy to speak at your conference, council, church, training, or event. Email us at ebonyandivory at racialheresy.com or visit our website for information on speaking engagements.